0: Hello Tallahassee, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and I am always excited to be with you on a Sunday morning here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions in a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church in all that He does in His glorious kingdom. This is show number 983 today. We do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that just seems to work out very, very well. And I'm excited to have some live guests in the studio again, even though we are pre-recording here since all this uh, pandemic thing has been taking place. It's been kind of just me a lot of times, but I have in this studio with me, Jason Percy and Joshua Atkins, and they are pastors of a church they are forming here in Tallahassee called Refuge Christian Fellowship. Welcome to the show. Thank now, who's going to start? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jason. let Jason over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but tell us about it. I mean, you you are the, can I use the expression lead pastor? Is that the right term, or do we kind of co-pastors here? How are we doing this
1: thing? Uh, well, we just uh, share. We do yeah. what needs to be done. So. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. But now you are more of the the, the Bible teacher, and he's the musician.
1: Uh, yeah, that's frequently the way it goes. Okay.
2: Right. <laughs> we try it to is. play to our strengths. Right. But, but right. Joshua, do you teach and preach to? Uh, if I need to,
0: <laughs> in <laughs> season
1: and out of season. Okay.
0: So so your giftings uh, is more the the teaching of the word. Uh,
1: that's that's primarily what I focus on, and, and you studying have studying and teaching
0: prior pastoral experience I do Okay. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now, how long have you been uh, at, at the church? I mean, how long has this been going on?
1: Uh, well, uh, about about two years here. Two years. Yes. So okay. yeah, about two years.
0: And so you've been basically in the past uh, more of a Bible study type of fellowship type of
1: thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. We have been, and uh, and then we started doing the that uh, on Sunday morning, essentially, and okay. and uh, putting together some services and and looking to. Um, Looking to encourage people to uh, follow Jesus. So is that how
0: we change from a Bible study to a church we, we do it on <laughs> Sunday morning? <laughs> so right. we'll check this out.
1: That's that's uh, uh, that's the way. Uh, yeah. it sort of is the tradition, right? <laughs> you know, that we, Man. S- some of the philosophy behind uh, what the church is and what the church does, I think, uh-huh. is interesting, right? right. But uh, sometimes our focus is on Sunday morning. Sometimes it's um, trying to get more people into our little building instead of really focusing on discipling the people that are here. Uh-huh. Decided to follow. Jesus and so I think that's a primary focus of yeah. what we want to do when we get everybody together that are saying we want to follow Jesus then we want to teach them to follow Jesus <laughs> right, right? you know so but, but you've hope. just leased a building. building
2: well yeah okay <laughs> let's back up a little okay. that's right so if we go back a couple years all right um, these guys moved back to town and we wanted to fellowship together as we are want when you say these guys you're talking about, yeah, about Jason's uh, family Jason his wife and his yeah. children okay yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and so we just kind of start meeting in their home okay. on, uh, on Sunday nights. And and then uh, we had friends who were saying, hey, we'll come too. And, and we were meeting on Sunday nights just doing Bible study in the home. Well, the, the real problem here is we all have like 27 kids each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, right. so we've got the kids in a back room right? spilling out all over the place, and, and we're trying to focus and study. And uh, so we decided, well, man, we, we probably need to go find a place okay, uh, to meet. And so we did. So now, have you gone through the whole chartering process and and all that type of thing,
0: getting your uh, tax exemption and all that sort of thing?
1: Uh, yeah, we have. We okay. have all of the paperwork done. Well, that, that makes you pretty official. To me. We're pretty official. Yeah. State, the yeah. feds, and all yeah. that stuff. Now,
0: now what yeah. about uh, now? You're you're independent. Would it be described yeah. as independent. Um, yeah, I okay. suppose mm-hmm. so.
1: In that we don't have any particular affiliation with okay. any single group or church. I, I hope that we would. And w- one of the things Josh and I have talked a lot about is making a concerted effort toward uh, linking ourselves together with many different churches uh-huh. who are pursuing Jesus and yeah. serving our city. We want to work together. We want to serve right. together with them and bring some uh, l- to pursue unity. Okay, uh, um, in that way. So now, what about credentials? Are you do you carry credentials with anybody? Or uh, n- well, no, not not particularly.
2: Okay. No, we don't. We don't have any. Uh, neither of us. Uh, graduated any any Bible college, um, no. or, and we don't we don't have a an affiliation from. Right. A denomination but well, you you can issue your own credentials
0: as, right. as a I mean, part we're, of the we're church that you ordained yeah uh, right, uh, right so we 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 ordained ourselves well but see that's all but you could do that as <laughs> i mean because you've gone through the, the whole church, process right, yeah. of making your church yes, uh, recognized by the
1: government right okay. right <laughs> yeah and, uh, and, and,
0: and official. that
1: that in itself is a is a strange thing right because when we're talking about the church we're not talking about a corporate entity uh, we're talking yeah. about the people of god we're talking about the people who've decided to follow Jesus. Jesus they are his church. So what makes it He's a corporate? Head of it.
0: What makes it a corporate entity is, is when you start taking offerings. Yeah, that, right. that changes that's everything. Right. Anytime well, here's what's <laughs> interesting anytime about there's that. exchange
1: of money in our exactly. culture there has to be that's accountability right. that's to, right. to the governing authority and, and to
0: one another. That's true. Yeah. That's true.
2: That can be helpful yeah. as well. We yeah. and that, we, that's one of the things too. Like Jason said, we just spent a lot of time talking it through and trying to say, "All right, how can we do this where we don't have the appearance of evil, right? Sure. right absolutely, and and we're still able to to use resources because we had all these people that were coming in, his extended family, and um, and then just friends that that we teach with because we're I'm a teacher, my wife's a teacher, and they joined our church and they're like, "Hey, we got some money, can we give it?" And we're like, "Well." We don't have any bank accounts, or uh-huh. anything, uh, uh, and that's when we said, "I guess we got to." I guess we got to make that happen.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing about it and this is, what I'm sensing about you guys, as you said, you just want to follow the Lord, and you and you feel that leading is kind of like when you read the New Testament and you read about you know, God raised up these people. Yeah. But then, then you start getting into the uh, a whole different world yeah. when you, like, say, all of a sudden, Because right. if you got to lease a building, somebody's got to pay the rent. Yeah, that's And right. where's that that's money right. going to come yeah. from? Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. so then. The there's just this, this whole realm of accountability. And uh, the government, they kind of they kind of want to just know that you're, you're doing everything as it should be. Yes, and and so then, like I say, you get into a whole, totally different world. Yeah. Yes, that sort of thing. And then then the next area is when you start owning property. Oh, man. And, <laughs> I and can't even imagine. And realizing that the, ch- the Christian church existed for 500
2: years. Yeah. Before the,
0: anybody ever owned property,
2: <laughs> yeah. In fact, weren't they selling property and then uh, giving the money to the? <laughs> that's right.
0: Well, that's you're talking about the, that well, the fifth chapter property. of Acts. Yeah, yeah, right. There we go. Ananias 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 and anathema right. but but just don't lie about but, it. Yeah, but they were just selling that. They they <laughs> they were just holding the money, but they weren't holding the property. That's right. <laughs> but when when uh, when that church and I forget where the church was, but there was a church that after 500 years they bought property, mm-hmm. and that changed everything again. So. so so because you're talking about who owns that property, right? Well, you. So, well, they're the members of that church. Yeah. Again, you're talking about areas of accountability and responsibility. <laughs> right. And, and all of those things that you get into yeah. when you you move from just a loose association, well, we're just going to gather together in somebody's home on
2: Saturday night or Sunday night, exactly. have a Bible study. Yep. No big deal. No big deal. But, <laughs> but we, people want to do different things and we gotta yeah. change it up. And and then one of the things too is it it'd be it It's real easy to see how people could abuse that type of stuff absolutely that type of power and, right. and money right. and so we're, we try to set it up with as much transparency sure? for, our, right. for our people here right um And that's what you do. Yeah, right. That's what
0: you do because you want everything to honor the Lord. Whatever you do, you want it to honor the Lord. Exactly. And so when the when
2: don't give anybody a cause to speak ill. Absolutely.
0: So that's why you you comes in the whole area of accountability and responsibility and and bank accounts and
2: (laughs) That's right. All those fun
0: things. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, but that doesn't take away from the fact that your the heart is to reach people for Christ.
2: Yeah. It's, and then it's uh, weird. It feel, sometimes it feels like a lot of hoops to jump through to minister to people. Um, a lot of technicalities. Sure, uh, but you know, whatever. It, but but there, it, but there are. are. I mean,
1: if if that's uh, what it takes to be able to do well, right? right? Yeah. And and to be able to share with people and to be able to um,
2: to uh, use money in a way that is helpful, then sure, then fine. absolutely, you right? Know, like, I I just get frustrated. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I <clears throat> sometimes I just want it to be. Straightforward. Uh-huh. And that's not how life works.
0: Well, but think about it, though. Isn't <laughs> uh, God also raises up people who have the giftings to handle that type of thing as well.
2: well as and, t- oh, that's cost. very true. We good. definitely have a guy in our, <laughs> yeah. in our group. And yeah, he God's is
0: good about that sort of thing. Is so where, whereas it so. your, your gifting is music and, yeah. and praise and worship and that sort of yeah. thing and, and uh, uh, your gifting is, is to preach and do that sort of thing. But you go back to the, to the book of Acts in the, in the sixth chapter mm-hmm. where that issue rose up between the, the, the Jewish widows and the Grecian widows yeah. and they said, well, look, we don't want to leave doing what we're doing here. And they picked out these yeah. seven men and said, you guys take you guys care guys take of that. care of it, right. That's right. And, and, uh, right. and they had, and they listed a qualifications and said, well, you have to be men who are wise, full of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and as you take care of waiting on the tables. Yeah. And that's how the whole thing comes together and you form it and you make it work. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's amazing how God does that. It, it really right? is. It really is. So, you've rented a place now.
1: Us knuckleheads <laughs> decided in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. That's right. <laughs> we haven't used it, really. I, uh, I use it as an office sometimes. So, you have not <laughs> <laughs> been able to meet there yet. No, and we, we, we did a little construction
2: yeah. on the inside. Okay. Up yeah, we're wall, still working on some area, of that. But yeah, Put a couple okay. of doors in.
0: So you're still waiting to have that uh, launch service? That first one. Mm. And, uh, do, do we have a date for that? or Yeah. Uh, no? Still
2: waiting on
1: that. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we're trying to watch how things go and, and talk to our people and, and yeah. see what everybody's up for and right. and uh, and go from there. We're right now still trying to work on some of the technicalities of just getting all the stuff, getting sure. quick. Together and and getting you know we had some walls put in so there's still chairs. a little bit of work that needs to be done yeah we just chairs are expensive dropped a lot of money on chairs yeah. that are ridiculously <laughs> nice and these are like the cheapest in stock chairs and they just cost so much money now, now, are, are
2: these uh, the ones that are the, the cloth and the, yeah the interlocking con, yeah 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 right, we, we bought right. some of those right. yeah and, uh, yeah we'll like those over there <laughs> yeah you like can't exactly, see them out there in retirement yeah,
0: exactly it. like that and, and, uh, okay. So, you are now at the point to where you're, you're ready to launch, yeah. but you're, you're still having your meetings at home?
2: Well, and that's kind of how we're doing it. We have people that live in kind of different sections of town. Uh, and so, we'll have two or three families meet at this house and, what, two or three families meet at your house and, and then – yeah, that's, yeah, kind of that's how we're doing idea. it for now. For a little
1: while I, I I was doing the and I wish we had started doing that sooner, really. Sure, yeah. Um but uh, I was trying to do like recording. I did some video things on on Facebook that are on like our Facebook page and, and did some and YouTube that. videos and stuff like that. And I just don't I'm sitting there. I have three young kids, you know, so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there like in the at uh two o'clock in the morning <laughs> recording mm-hmm. something for an hour you know because uh, uh, my kids are young and loud but it's it's uh, nice to so.
0: know that when i'm here at two o'clock in the morning which <laughs> <Someone I> often,
1: <laughs> <that> <laughs> somebody else is, is doing sure, it as well sure. so
0: I, I don't feel nearly as alone now.
1: yeah well there you go but <laughs> it just it, it's it's hard you know it's hard to do that because i really like communicating with people and one of the best ways for me to do that is to be able to look at them sure you know and <laughs> yeah. so it's really hard I, I really have struggled with that but uh, yeah. i was also doing a a thing because i think it's really important for us to be um also just hearing the scriptures and i know reading just sitting down and reading the bible can be very, sometimes just difficult thing to really persevere in. So one of the things I was doing for for a while was just recording myself reading through the Bible text, and so we put that uh, online too. And that's one of the funnest really things nice. for sure. me is just reading. Now, the did Bible. you get a
0: so, good response from that? The so. First people letting you know that they're, um, they're I loved it receiving it.
1: Yeah, I was listening. Yeah. listening. Uh, yeah, we we would do like Facebook Live, you know, and so people would be live on there, and then it, it's archived on there, so people can go back to it, which sure. is what what my hope was, so that yeah. it'd be available for people to go back to. Uh, to be able to just listen to if you have 30 minutes and they're broken into like 30 minute little segments and so sometimes we were able to go through a whole book but like okay. we went through the book of Acts I think it was nine hearing it nine 30 minute segments just reading through so the how, how would Acts. people find it so uh, on our Facebook page is where most of that stuff is linked to. We have our a Facebook page? We do. Okay. Refuge Christian uh, Fellowship or you can find information probably on the Instagram. We have Instagram okay. Refuge CF. So
0: somebody, if, they, they, if they wanted to find that on the Facebook, they'd just go type it in somewhere. And, and, <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, they could just search Refuge Christian Fellowship yeah. and, uh, and on YouTube as well. Okay. It's all available there, on YouTube. They about, can
2: search for it as there's well. There's about 10 Refuge Christian Fellowships in America. Okay. So ours, <laughs> so would you, would you just Distinguish yours as Tallahassee? It is Tallahassee. Usually, okay. yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do we have a website? Yeah. Uh, we do have a website. Does it was uh, It was refuge.tlh.com. It's, uh, I don't think that link works
0: too much. It, it, uh, it doesn't
2: work. Yeah. It used to work.
0: Well, the thing about it is that somebody may be listening to this broadcast or hear it on, on the podcast. Oh, and yeah, they, yeah. they may mm-hmm. want to go and, and sure. hear what, yeah, you, what you've done there. Okay.
2: So
1: um, uh, I think you can get to our, our website at. Uh, we do it through Faith Life, a company called Faith Life. Okay. Um, but it's uh, refugetlh.faithlifesites.com, hmm. uh, and I'll, I'm going to like simplify and redirect from the refuge refugetlh.tlh.com. So, so,
0: are you the uh,
1: the so. tech guy in your church too? I am, unfortunately, for everyone that has to do
2: anything right
1: now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am oh, just right now as we, sort of yeah. a temporary thing. Yeah. I'm not. We put super it out to everybody but, in the church,
2: been like, "Hey, does anybody want to be like our, our online person?" Right. Right. And everybody was like, "No, I've had I've had at least a right. hundred of those <laughs> yeah. over the, over yeah, the that's years, right.
0: and they, they just come and go for some reason yeah. or another. Yeah. I don't know what happens. It just it's right. just like they just fall off of the universe.
2: It seems so easy. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe like, oh, that's easy. I can click yeah. the button.' But it's somehow, cool. or another, it's not. I don't. Know. It's just
1: there, there's a tedium to yeah. keeping up to it, right? Yeah. You know, so and and doing something, and that and that's what keeps people you know, from. So. They do it for a while, then they just get tired of it. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense. And I, sure. uh, unfortunately, I'm just not a computer person. I mean, I do know how to check the email. Yeah. Because after my that's son uh, resigned as my associate, then I had to learn how to do that because I'd yeah. always, you know, he'd always do it for me. Yeah. And he'd just tell me, he says, "So, Daddy, if somebody wants you to know about this and he'd just email him back and it worked out great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, so it wouldn't work great. <laughs> <laughs> that's one, of the last he did. one of those.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the last thing, last <laughs> thing he did was, was sit me down and say, okay, Daddy, you need to learn how to do this. Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> so, and I've and I've learned other things along the way, but there's still a lot to be learned yeah. about those type of things. And, and of course, uh, when you get bigger as a church, then you hire a secretary. Well, my they, thought is that. we should just stay small. Uh, um, well, then you might want to learn more. yourself. That's right; I have to learn <laughs> keep more. Let's stay, let's yeah, keep it so. Tight.
1: Yeah, uh, we we like uh, like the idea of saying let's um let's do well in teaching people and equipping them and then sending them out okay. to 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 do other things that are the same. Absolutely. You know, what's mm-hmm.
2: been really nice is is we know everybody in the church and we're able to to take care of each other. Uh-huh. Like it, when we've got rough stuff going on, we've got a family that lives right down the road and. And we could call them any time, and they can just—they'll go to Publix for us, you know, something like that. Sure, or they'll watch our kids for us. We'll watch their kids, stuff like that. And and that's—it's really nice to be able to kind of care for each other. It
0: is, and that's what a church family is all about, right? And that's one—that's one one of the reasons why you want people to be involved in a church because it's—it's a family. It's—it's more than just people that you just know. It it really does become a family. And I think even in a in a large church, most of the large churches. The operate on the system of small groups. Small groups, home groups. And yeah. so basically, you've got a small church and a big church. Inside a big church. <laughs> and that's kind of... Now, I've never really been involved with a big church, but this is what I've yeah. been told. Right. And so, because what I have heard that your sphere of influence and people that you can really know, it's about 50 people.
2: Right. That you can that really right. have
0: a, a really a close relationship with it all. Yeah. And just, just the whole reality of life and time and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so 50 people... In a grouping, in a small, in a bigger church, would we, sure. be about right. And uh, and then they're the ones that, like you talked about, you call on them or they, you do things for one another, you Absolutely. babysit for one another. Yeah. And all that sort of thing. Real that, that's, practical stuff, yeah. but also spiritual
2: fellowship there
0: But that's family. Yeah. It's that's family. family. Yeah, that's, exactly that's family right.
2: in a church setting. Well, here's what's interesting. There's my upbringing. My, and this is a little person, but I won't say any names, but my family, what, before i was born they were kind of burned by a church apparently okay. and so i grew up being told uh you know church is just a place where people go to see each other it's okay. just a, a, like a social club and some people feel that way yeah, and, and and some churches like that <laughs> okay <laughs> well maybe um well, since i have to be here every sunday i won't i won't go anywhere. well yeah sure <laughs> um yeah i just remember my dad saying that's just a country club you know uh-huh. you can follow the lord without going to a church and then so that's kind of what i thought you know and then you know how when you're a teenager you rebel against your parents so i kind of rebelled and started going to church um, so where other people would re- would rebel and stop and going to church, church. you yeah, did it the other way i rebelled and started going um so i keep trying to get my dad to show up uh, maybe uh, he will someday he will yeah he yeah. will um but man th- what a difference to to actually be with people and 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 uh, and actually have people that care for you, and people that you can care for, because I think that's a, kind sure. of a big deal.
0: Now, how were you when this happened? When you as when you I started so you going? Were, yeah, yeah, when you started going, I was about
2: seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. So before that,
0: you you go every now and then.
2: No, I would only go if I had a friend in the neighborhood that would invite me uh, and take me. So it okay. would be just for Easter usually, or, or you know sometimes okay. Christmas. But we would listen to like Bible teaching tapes okay. uh, in, at home. But again, not very often. Okay, like they would just be in the. In so the so
0: basically, at a certain age in your life, how were you when your parents, as you say, got hurt in a church? Just stopped going. Do you remember? That? Oh no, it
2: was before I was born. Before you were born. Before I was so born. So you didn't have any no. church influence at all. I didn't grow up in church at all. Isn't that amazing? Uh, very very uh, secular lifestyle. Even. Right, and so and that that kind of started to wear on me as I grew up and, and we always were, were taught you know the Bible is true and, and God is real and you need to know this Bible and and when then when I would read it when I got older uh, you know 15 16 and start to realize well wait a minute you're supposed to act different too and then I, I would notice that um, I had you know of course I had some very faithful people in my family but then I had other people that I didn't see any difference okay and I didn't see any difference in myself really. And then that's when the Lord's like, all right, you need to do something.
0: So the Holy Spirit was at work. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that was, was there a friend that you
2: knew that said, hey, come to my church? Yeah, it was a mutual friend of ours in high school. Okay. Um, and we went to, it's not there anymore, but uh, Parkway Baptist. Parkway Baptist, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> and um and Jason and I were friends at that time honestly yeah it was so so both of you went to Parkway for a while
1: uh yeah I mean I remember Mm -hmm. going a few times out there they had a youth youth thing thing. yeah and um we we went a few times out Mm -hmm. there did you know a guy by the name of
0: Dennis Hall
2: yeah, well, yeah, he was the youth leader. Yeah, yeah
0: he, he, was, he was my neighbor. He lived right across. The no road way. Yeah. yeah, he lived way out Buck <laughs> yeah. Lake.
2: Maybe did he live out? Buck uh, well, Lake he, he,
0: no, he actually he he lived out on the Parkway. On oh, the park. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was yeah. Like he, yeah, and then, then they yeah. moved on to to another place on the Parkway, and I won't reveal where he lived. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they still lived there. But Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, he he ended up going to Bible College when he was in his forties. That's awesome. Really? Wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. Well, so
2: this when we were there, it was ninety. 97, 98-ish, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe right. 99. that right, yeah. And, um, and I actually got baptized there, which was interesting. Sure. And, but we only went to the youth group, uh, really. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that's yeah, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, uh,
0: like I say, he, he was uh, he just felt God to call him to the ministry. So he went over to Gracefield. He'd drive back and forth to go to Bible college. But I but I knew he was involved in church. I knew he was involved in youth. uh, Interesting enough, his wife and my wife had the same birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the thing about it is that God brought you there and God used that youth ministry.
2: Definitely. So how long did that how long did y'all stay there? Uh, I mean that was probably about two years <laughs> yeah um, but it was a pretty impactful two sure. years Sure. but uh, just think about how
0: important that is right it is uh, now Jason you, you grew up in church or
1: I did yeah I grew up uh, I Grew up going to Hayden Road Assembly of God. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh, somehow Until another... I was about 12, really. And then my, my mom stopped going. Okay. And so I would just ride around with whoever I could to find a ride and, <laughs> and uh, go. And uh, I remember uh, that was only, I guess, when we went. But uh, I remember... Um, Go into a couple of places that were uh, very formal. I wasn't really used to that, uh, having grown up uh, going to an assemblies church. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but most of my family went to uh, went to Hayden Road. Uh, most okay. of my mom's family lived in town. And then um, when we were in, yeah, we had some friends. Like we went to Parkway, so we went out to Parkway and. Uh, goodness, I, I can't even remember all the places that we, uh, that we the ended up you know. But so. the
0: beautiful thing about this is that you both were young men. Yeah. Were other young men, their minds might have been on things totally different. Wow. You all were looking for a place to go <laughs> to, uh, to, to learn about the Lord.
2: Now, to be fair, <laughs> 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 our minds were definitely on other things. Uh, as well. uh, yeah. yeah. But the Lord was sure, definitely sure. at work. Yeah. Like, I and mean, that, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, I remember. Well, and we were weirdos, too. Yeah. Yeah, we were a little uh, were weird. Um,
1: we still are. Still are. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. so I remember I was uh, I, I remember a, a defining or definite time when I at, at Hayden Road when I was I think it was about 11. When I really was like, this is I, I really believe the Lord yes. and I want to be saved. And wow. And then a year later I was uh, baptized. Hayden Road didn't have a baptistry. So we went to uh, Evangel. Okay. Uh, assembly, and I was baptized over there uh, huh. when I was twelve. And I remember being being like a sixth grader and carrying my giant King James Version Bible <laughs> with me to school in my backpack. I love you know? that. And I love that. I started reading in Genesis, and I didn't understand a word of uh, what I was right, reading. You know? right. But uh, but God has brought so many of those things to my mind right. you know, as I've uh, grown and everything. But uh, and, and I went through some pretty hard family things, and was not doing well in school and in, in high school. And uh, my grandfather died, and some other issues. Issues with friends and mm-hmm. and and family and um and I got to a place where I wasn't doing anything except going to uh, school every day, just reading my Bible in every class uh, and uh, not course, doing you don't, any classwork. You, you don't make good grades. Josh is a teacher, so yeah. And you,
2: <laughs> and you, don't make and you all good you all knew ever. each other <laughs> so during did, this time. We, yeah. we did probably about ninety seven we were sixteen, and, and you were 15. friends. You were, you were friends at friends. that point. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah, we met in driver's ed. We met in driver's ed, ed. on the hill at Lincoln.
0: That's right. So now, you said around seventeen when you started going to Parkway.
2: Yeah, it was about the same time. Yeah. Okay. So we were friends, and we were we were we were pretty worldly. Even though like all the stuff was in the back there, we we were friends with kids that were just normal kids. Sure. And um and we were joining along with them, but then, you know, we had this one friend that that was really into the Bible, and um. And, and Christian music and stuff, but he was into that underground Christian music, you know, like the, 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 the heavy rock Christian music. And that's what the type of stuff we like, 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 like punk rock and hardcore. Okay. Okay. So anyway, Is that like Petrus or Petrus. Or? That's like the eighties metal version and okay. then like update it for like the, the nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, you're thinking kind of right. And then um, he was like, you know, like there's Christian versions of this stuff. And, and we were like, oh yeah, you know, well, we're both, we're both believers and that's that also helped us kind of take it seriously because we had an ally basically. Right. Um, but yeah.
0: ja- but Jason, when you got baptized, you said at eleven. Yeah, you were eleven. I mean, I think I was about twelve. I mean, yeah. had you had a, a true conversion experience? I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but even after that, there were still some times of struggle.
1: Oh uh, yeah, definitely were uh, me me learning to walk with the Lord. Sure. Right. Learning to grow. Learning to understand what it looks like to follow Jesus. But, right. Um, but. Uh, I... Know that I had I wanted to, yeah. right? I wanted to do the things that he wanted me to do, even though I found uh, sort of that Romans seven thing frequently. You know, like the things that I I, I don't want to do, I do, and the things that I I don't want to do. Uh, oh
0: are, wretched man that I am! And it's like
1: <laughs> um, f- finding that reality, but then also rejoicing. You know, who will deliver me from this body of death? Yeah. I thank
2: my God through Christ Jesus, who has delivered us. You know, and so, I'm not the interviewer, so, but but do you feel like you had any? like role models during that time period like middle schoolish, where you had someone you could be like you know that's a I'm gonna follow like they follow
1: no Good. right I think that I was surrounded by people who who didn't care about anything who didn't know anything spiritual and didn't care about anything spiritual and that had a heavy a big influence but you were on still going that i live you're
0: still going to church though
1: i, I still was any time that i that i could find a right. ride to go now, now
0: somewhere along that line uh yeah. hayden's hayden road assembly uh kind of disbanded it's, they, they kind of did but they didn't yeah. They, they...
1: yeah and i think that was that was that was i think several years later i think that was down the road okay uh, that okay. they did because i i I think that was a but but, but
0: you made the transition over to Parkway Baptist is this mm-hmm. is this after you met Joshua and, and yeah. you I think
1: so because uh, I, I, think think I was 15 us.
0: I think when we met yeah um because it's 17 yeah. you're still in high school but you're just about out. Yeah. I was uh, getting there. Yeah. Senior year. And so 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 you this is all new to you. At at this yeah, point, just pretty going, much. going over to Parkway Baptist with a friend. Oh yeah. And you're you're hearing everything. Yeah. And, and
2: we I I had read the Bible and listened to doctrine tapes and stuff okay, like that. Okay. Um, but I'd never really experienced that. You go to church and we sit there for this, and then we stand up for this, and then, and then we all shake hands. Uh-huh. You know that that was weird to me, right? I didn't understand it.
0: But uh, did did you talk to Jason about all of this? Because he, he oh he
2: knew he, he, we never talked about that stuff. Really? Yeah, no. We were we. You know, what Jesus says the sheep without a shepherd. Yeah, well, that was us, like for sure. <laughs> I think so. We were sheep without a shepherd.
1: Yeah, in, in the sense that we didn't have yeah. a, a like you said, like a direct like. Role model, uh, we had the person here. You know, we have the scriptures, and and I believe the Holy Spirit who was leading us. Um yeah, but it, um, true. Yeah, and what was well, uh, the thing about it is it God used it right. And yeah, uh, it's, and, and somewhere along the
0: line, you both ended up at Calvary Chapel. How did that yeah. happen? Um, the cool kids
2: went there
1: uh yeah some of the kids that were a part of the that group of friends uh some of them um some of them went to calvary like to the youth group there and i remember visiting one night and it was during that season when i had a lot going on in my life and and i was looking for something serious and it wasn't very serious uh (laughs) at that particular time you know and that's all maybe very judgmental of me but it just didn't (laughs) seem very serious um Uh, But I met somebody in the parking lot that night who was older than me. This was on a Wednesday night. He was older than me by several years, and uh, and he uh, had a skateboard with him. And that was a big part of my life was skateboarding. Uh, So uh, he had a skateboard. He lived to tell about. And uh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) He's (laughs) still good at it, barely. But so uh, so I met him in the parking lot, and we agreed to go skating. And he was he was in college here at Florida State, Uh, so he went to like the the big service, the big kid service at church, you know, not to the youth group, you know. So, we were like, okay, I I was like, okay, I am I mean, I I think I was uh, maybe 17 then, by that time, I'm a little bit younger than Josh is, Um, but, um, so I was like, okay, well, if he goes, then I'm going to go there, and I remember sitting down, and uh, we got there late, because we're kids. And so, we got there late, and and we uh, went to, like, the overflow room, and it was a Wednesday night that night, and I remember sitting there, and Kent uh, Nottingham, pastor over there, was... uh I think they were in Deuteronomy. I don't even remember now, but I think it was Deuteronomy. That's and I remember text. sitting there and he just was reading through the text and he just was explaining what was happening and what was going on and how this applies to what to the gospel and to our lives. And I remember sitting there thinking, I have never heard anybody yeah, just that was- explain mm-hmm. the Bible to me like this. And, oh. and there was so much health and so much yeah. life in that. And and from that moment on, I was like, I just need more of this. Yeah. I need yeah. more of the scriptures. I need more of just hearing the Word of God. And so, yeah, that's, that's uh, at a, that point on, I was just stuck. I was committed. That's a legacy of Chuck Smith. It yes, really absolutely. is. Absolutely. The founder yeah. of, of, yeah, of, of, yeah, of Calvary so. Chapel.
2: Oh, yeah. I used to
0: listen to him on the radio all the time. Exactly. Just, yeah. just and when easy.
2: we, um, later on, when we kind of got a little more serious, like they started doing Bible classes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a Romans class. And... That blew me away. I, to to to, because the teacher of the class. It was just. It was only like five or six of us in there, um, and it was just for about ten weeks. But we went through the whole thing, and it turns out I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the Bible. Uh, books of the Bible reference other books of the Bible. Did you guys know that? It's amazing, isn't it? And yeah, it all it's fits just, together. Yeah. It's you so beautiful. That? You know, right. these sixty-six right. books are all <laughs>
1: right. so incredibly intertwined it with this Scarlet I'd, Cord. I'd, it know? blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Not literally,
2: I guess. That's and and
0: especially for you because yeah. you you didn't have the background. Sure,
2: I would. Mean, I would just open yeah. when I was a little kid or you know like a teenager and stuff. I would just open it and read. Okay, let's read Psalms. Okay, yeah. good. Okay,
0: yeah, like like a kid like me that grew up in church all my life and had Sunday school and was taught the Bible stories right. and, and all that sort of thing but for you to come in at, at age of 17 yeah. and just you're starting at that point right. and I have to be sensitive to that as a pastor yeah. Because I have people from time to time that are, that are coming our church and they're, they're, they get saved, and I have to realize that they're they're not up to speed in no. a lot of these things, right? And, well, and and I get up and I preach a sermon, and I realize they don't have any clue what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's right. And uh, that's so, right. I, so I so t- I'm a teacher, a school teacher, um, and I, I I teach middle school, and so we're in there. You know, kids are 11 to 14 ish, and I think about that too. Am I the only Christian that these people know, that mm-hmm. these kids know, or, sure. or someone who's actually trying to um, trying to do the right thing, right. you know? Um, I'm, it, they may be like I was uh, it, when, when I was little.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I remember a lady in my church that goes to our church now, and she was totally unchurched when she came into our church. And yeah. she, she said she remembers the first sermon. Mm-hmm. When she came to our church, I heard the first sermon, and she was telling me about it. She says, I had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) But see, for me, who's been pastoring probably at that time, probably at least 30 years, the same people – more of a traditional church where ever, where I know that a lot of people sitting out there know more about the Bible than I do, yeah. <laughs> and so you you approach it a lot of times from that perspective as a yeah. pastor. Well, they they know these things, but a lot of times they don't. Sure, That's exactly. And right. so you, so we, we have to be sensitive to that type of thing. To, yeah, to, to be able to relate things in ways. Sometimes you have to go back and just get real elementary. Yeah, it's and, important uh, to know your audience. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. Show. for those of you who are tuned in uh, I've got a couple of young men here in the studio with me Jason Percy and Joshua Atkins they're uh, forming a church here <laughs> and uh, they're kind of they've been doing a bible study for a while but the church is kind of new and they're they're just getting it going and then the covid hit and then uh, they haven't even had have a service yet but they did lease a place where they could pay rent <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right, very right. Important.
1: <laughs> that's important. <laughs> that's right we can we can pay money and not use we're being
0: very there you faithful for, in that right uh, (laughs)
1: Anyway,
0: um, if you like my style of music, and I know that not everybody does, you can join me every Saturday night for the full hour of Southern Gospel Music. It's called the Saturday Night Gospel Sing with Pastor Jack King. It airs on 94.1 on your radio dial, 7 o'clock. And uh, well, I'll just say this. I have a good time doing the show. I really do. I listen to the music and I enjoy it and I it inspires me and I make comments in between. And I've been doing that show almost six years now. And that, that amazes me because that it seemed like it was just yesterday that I started that But anyway invite you to join me there. Also, on uh, Monday through Friday on 94.1, I do a show called The uh, Gospel on the Radio Broadcast. It's really not a show. It's a daily teaching. It's a teaching of the Word of God, but not just preach, preach or teach, however you want to call it, and you can join me for that as well, 11 o'clock, and you can also find this show, which is all the talk shows and the daily broadcast on the podcast, and all you have to do is type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, come up, and there's a whole bunch of gospel teachings there for you, and a whole bunch of talk shows that you can listen to. If you're going on a vacation, just plug it in. You'll enjoy it. And uh, I'm also a pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We start 1105 on Sunday mornings. Check us out on the web, frcm.us. We are between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side, and we will have signs out there on Sunday morning where you can find us. <laughs> and, uh, come and join us. We love having visitors at Freedom Road Christian Ministry. And let's see what else I've got to tell you here. That pretty much covers all of that. I was thinking about something but I have here in the studio with me, um, Jason Percy and Joshua Atkins. They are forming a a church or ministry. It's called Refuge Christian Fellowship. And I so enjoyed just our conversation, both since we started on the air here and before we spent about an hour just talking, getting to know one another, and what it reminded me of. I was the uh, regional youth director for the Southeast region of the Open Bible Churches for almost 30 years. Now, keep in mind, when I started that position, I was about 27 years old. 30 years later, I'm still in the position, all the guys who started with me, they're long gone, and I got young people sitting in the room with me now. And they're all going, what is that old man doing in
1: there?" And they
0: really did. But I'm still working with youth, and I, and I love young people, and, and uh, I have a great relationship with them. But one day one day uh, they're all sitting there and, and like I say everybody has shifted now all the young men that's in the room they're all young men i am gotten older now and I've been pasting at that time 30 maybe 30 years yeah. and they were talking about when they got when they were moving out of their youth ministry roles the churches and becoming pastors and that conversation went on for about an hour in that room and I just sat there silent didn't say a thing and finally, somebody realized that I was in the room, <laughs> and they said, "Pastor King, this is just all hat to you and it." I said, "Yeah, but I've loved every minute of it. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm seeing young men excited about doing what I've been doing all these years, <laughs> and to yeah. know that you know God's going to take me off the scene here yeah. before too long, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not in a hurry, but you know That's it's true. going to happen. <laughs> and to know that there are young men." who are excited about learning the Word, teaching the Word of God, uh, the, you'll be there at the bedside's, you know. I mean, you, you, that's all part of pastoring. You know, yeah, you're there beside yeah. on the bedside when the things are when people come to the end of their lives, or you'll be the yeah. one that gets to dedicate the babies and, and all the exciting things that has to do with ministry. Right. And you'll also be the ones that'll be there trying to save that marriage. Yeah. But it's great to know <laughs> that God's yeah. raising people up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To to, to,
0: to fill these roles such as yeah. this pastoring has great joy and also has a lot of sorrow. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're, you're hurt. And unfortunately, and my wife and I talk about this, uh, you you become guarded mm-hmm. and, and you become very protective of your family. Mm-hmm. Now, now God has blessed us. We, we had uh, four biological children and then we have another young lady. We call her our spiritual daughter. She didn't grow up in our home as pastors, but my children did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know how much it affected them till they got older and begin to tell me, you feel like you're living in a fishbowl. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> as, as a PK, yeah, as, as, as children. Yeah, but God honored us, and they all turned out pretty good. <laughs> but at the same same time at times we wouldn't expose them to everything that goes on in the church so So I'm I'm just excited I just I just enjoy the conversation getting to know you guys here in your heart for the things of God and God's brought you here to Tallahassee to to build this (laughs) ministry and uh, I'll just tell you this if you need to pick my brain anytime call me (laughs) yeah <laughs> uh, sure and we'll get you back on the show in about a year we'll see yeah, how think. okay
2: well one of the things that <laughs> the, be good. the Lord's been showing both of us is we've got I mean the body of Christ is the body of Christ Amen. you know and it's and it's everywhere and uh hmm. how many yeah. people I don't know it just seems like we're always meeting people that are involved in some other fellowship somewhere and good things are happening there yeah uh, and people are faithful over there and they' You know, yeah. it's nice to see.
0: I see the other thing too. This, like I've been pastoring here in Tallahassee. we we just celebrated forty years last year. So forty years we've been here at the church.
1: Wow, and
0: when I came here in nineteen seventy nine, all the pastors who were pastoring churches around here—they're all gone. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. And so, as far as I know, I don't know of anybody that's been in their church longer in Tallahassee than I have. Hmm. But at the same time. And instead of seeing these guys that I knew, I'm seeing you guys. Yeah, you know who, who, who you're here. You're going to start church. Yeah, you're going to be reaching people because in this city we need the light. Yeah, you know, I mean, God said uh, that we're like supposed to be a city on the hill. Yeah, that and, and don't cover our lights so to, to it won't be seen. But well, we need young okay. people like you guys. It's, it's excited. And, and you're going to touch people. And see, we're in the capital city of Florida right that's here. That's right. And, and Florida is a very uh, notice state. <laughs> you may you may realize <laughs> right. that. Yeah, we're in the news it a bit. Tends to be. <laughs> we tend to be. Yeah. And so here, as pastors, to be people of influence, even among those who are uh-huh. on the, the
2: highest hill in Tallahassee. <laughs> Which is a little – that's – it's a little daunting. That's a little scary to think about. It better. It better not just be me. But <laughs> <No, that's fair. laughs> well, the thing is, he's the it, Lord it, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but like I say we're we're here in in, in a, the capital city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of ways the, the ministry a little harder, and I've had other pastors tell me the same thing that uh, it's huh. a little different being here. Is that right? But God's called you here. And yeah, right. brought yeah. you back from Brunswick. That's right. Brunswick, Georgia. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So you, <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm looking at my clock here, and I'm going to have to fast forward the story a little bit. <laughs> as it's been unfolding, yeah. the two of you, you transcended over from uh, where you're going to Parkway Baptist. Now you were at Calvary Chapel. Yeah. And you're you're there, you're you're growing. <laughs> you must have gotten married. I'm talking about Jason. You must have got married when you were about 15. Didn't
1: you? No, I was. Because you, uh, you were talking talking about so right. you know, he's going on all our, all our friends thought we were, all our friends thought we were crazy yeah. too. how were so. you when you got married uh, my wife and i were 19 19 uh, both when of we you. got married we both were 19 and uh, both had the support and blessing of our family and our yeah, church family and and uh really really it's been incredible and we felt like you know what uh this is what we believe the lord wants us to do and and if um if we're willing to uh, be obedient to him and love each other then Let's do it. And of course, your wife was a believer. Yeah. Had she Very always been a believer? Did... Uh, she grew up going to Thomas Road Baptist Church, and okay. as from her earliest memories, are uh, uh, revolve around her uh, really hearing the things of the Lord and and uh, and even believing Him. Okay. That's uh, that's somewhat different for me, even though I grew up hearing some of those things. I remember a particular time when I when I said, "This is this is something that I, I know I need to uh, to lay my trust in uh-huh. Him." Sure.
0: Now, where did y'all meet? Uh,
1: We met through some friends. Actually, the first time my wife and I really hung out, we both went to school at Lincoln. She's a year older than me in school. She's three months older than me. She probably doesn't like me saying that too much. (laughs) But, anyways, uh, so uh, (laughs) I like to remind her of it every now and then. Uh, But, uh, Uh right. But we. uh, the first time we actually spent time together was uh, just randomly, we uh, went to like a, a Hallelujah Harvest thing at a church that some friends, we, we went on, eventually ended up, a bunch of us went out to, uh, uh, what was the Methodist Church way out? Chairs United Methodist. Chairs United Methodist. We went to the youth yeah. group out there for a while. Um, Pastor Divine, Reverend Divine.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, and then uh, there was another church okay. called um, Agape, mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, that was here for a while, yeah. and and um and they uh my wife and i just uh, we kind of met through some friends okay. at, uh, and then we said hey let's go hang out and we went in, to the Hallelujah Harvest thing and,
0: and, and, and so and then uh, you, you both of you had graduated from high school I assume mm-hmm. and then you decided well let's get married
1: uh, well pretty much we at that point she had joined me going to Calvary and uh, we were taking some Bible college classes that yeah. they were offering there and we actually happened to be going through one through the book of Ephesians and going through some of the marriage portions that Paul talks about right. uh, marriage there in Ephesians 5 and, and, uh, and then we just said hey let's um, Let's get married, and, and both families were, were okay with this. Yeah. Uh, they absolutely were. I mean, it it really was it was really incredible when you look back on it. You know, yeah. when when everything's happening, it's all very whirlwind, you know, and all sure. that. But uh, looking back on it, it, it really is incredible the way that uh, uh, the support that we had um, from and, our and friends ha- and how long has it been now? Know. So uh, this past February, we celebrated our 18th anniversary. 18 years, so. yeah. and they only knew each other for about nine months before. Is we, that right? Yeah, and, and then no, you, that's not true. Uh, And then you go after for about four months before we got engaged, (laughs) and then it was
0: ten months. (laughs) And then then you go off to uh, to Brunswick, Georgia.
1: Yes, and then about a year and a half later, uh, during our second year of marriage, I I bet her parents
0: were thrilled about that. I
1: I I think that her parents are incredibly supportive. They
2: really were. I I, I know that it
1: was very hard on my wife, Uh and I didn't understand that as a. 20-year-old. Uh, but, but now you, you told know, us before so. we went on there, you were
0: in Bainbridge. Or, now, Bracey, I keep wanting to say that. Yeah, me too. I, I, when, I, when he first said <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking he's saying Bainbridge, Bainbridge, but he was Brunswick, Georgia. Brunswick. And you were there how many years? Uh, we were there for about 15 years. 15 so like a years. 15 years. Working with the ministry there. Mm-hmm. And all of this is right out of high school. You're, you're learning. I mean, you're, you you do it the hard way. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh...
1: <laughs> It is a hard, day, I guess. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's nothing like uh, there really is nothing like uh, just going and stepping out and and uh, we were confident that uh, it's the direction the Lord was leading us in as we prayed and we sought counsel from friend we saw friends and and family we sought counsel from from um, from my pastor from our pastor and and others in the church and and there was great great witness and testimony to it and it's hard because sometimes there's an assumption of uh, what sort of the idea of the prosperity Gospel, even in ministry, that if God has really called you to something, then it's going to be big or it's going to explode or whatever. Uh, especially for me, maybe as a twenty-year-old, but uh, it wasn't like that. And um, God, I know that God was calling me to be faithful, sure. which is really what sure. the 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 only thing right. really is about being faithful. Um, God has called us to be faithful to Him, regardless of what what circumstances happen uh, related to that. So those are important lessons that uh, I. Uh, needed to learn, and yeah. and for me, learning a lot of that was maybe learning it the hard way and just but, walking through. But, but it But
0: you said it earlier in the broadcast when you said that that we we need to learn to disciple the ones that we have exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and that, to me, that reminds me of the of the the parable of the one. Yeah, yeah about Jesus, he left the ninety nine and he went after the one because mm-hmm. he saw the value in the one. Absolutely. But you're you're right. Unfortunately, so we we get our mindsets. Into the, the what is success? Yeah. And unfortunately, and I think this is, is unfortunate. As a, is. as a minister, we often f- account success how we believe that other people view success, and that has to do with how many people did you have sitting in the pews on Sunday morning, yeah. and that is how success is often measured for yeah. a pastor. And that's, that's, right. that's very unfortunate. It is because um, pastoring is loving people. Yeah, and then when they when they hurt you, you love them some more. <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> and when that's you got so two thousand people all hurting you, you got to love all two thousand. <laughs> that's all. right. That's right. Yeah,
0: because that's, that's the very pattern that Jesus has set for us. Yeah, And this is what He demonstrated to us. Yeah. When he said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." Absolutely. I mean, this whole thing about, well, about my feelings. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's not about my feelings. Nope. Yeah. It's about my faithfulness. Yeah. But sometimes we, the human side, wants wants to be in here. Yeah, um, absolutely. And,
1: and, I want to I want to feel like I've done something that is valuable and worthwhile. And uh, if we've been taught our whole lives. Uh, what that looks like is things are bigger or you have more money or more people. Uh, And even I go to conferences, regional conferences or, or national conferences. And it's like, sometimes the conversation always would, not always, but frequently could revolve around with any new person you meet, how many people are coming and, and Mm, what do you have a new building thing going on and all of this? And, and it just got tiring to hear it because none of it was happening for me. And, No, and that was know. very frustrating, yeah. um, but but to be able to learn that lesson and realize that it's not up to me to do that stuff anyways. Yeah. It's n- none of that is my responsibility. My responsibility is to be faithful to the Lord and to do the thing that He's told me to do. What He's yeah. told
0: you yeah. to do. Yeah. That's right. What He's what He has spoken to you. Exactly. Uh, uh, the, we have a story that is related often in the open Bible churches, which is the organization I'm a part of, about some missionaries that went to India before World War Two. And left there because of the war, Hmm. discouraged, and felt like they were complete failures. And they died believing that they had failed in India. Years later, one of our men, pastors, was just traveling through India, and he saw an open Bible church. And he said, "Uh, I just wonder if there's any relation. Turned out that there was over 500 open bible churches in India directly related to those people yeah. who died thinking they had failed in ministry. Right. Mm. And unfortunately that story is often repeated because we see we don't think about the seed what did Jesus say? He said, "Go sow the seed." Yeah, yeah, and it's going to fall on all kinds of type of ground, <laughs>
1: <True>. <laughs> and it does.
0: <laughs> but we don't always know That's exactly true. how it all goes. Yeah, but uh, well, God gives the Our anything. responsibility <laughs> is to be yeah. be thankful. So if if our heart is toward the one, yeah, you know. Uh, in other words, if, if, if I if I'm called to drive a thousand miles to go hold a meeting and the only person that shows up is one, I'm gonna to preach to that one just yeah. like my, you
1: know, <laughs> like a <laughs> <my laughs> house. On fire.
2: That one person is there,
1: right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, because we, I have a friend in um who lives in uh, Uganda. And uh, he's been doing ministry over in in, uh, East Africa for a number of years now, for over a decade now. Isaac Wooden. And uh, he's a wonderful uh, brother. He loves the Lord. And and I'm so challenged by him, because every time he comes back to the States to visit, he's always like, Jason, it's really hard over here. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like it's hard here in America, you know? And I'm like, I I feel our perspective is always, oh, it's really bad or really hard somewhere else, you know? And Isaac is like, it's just... It's different. You know, it's very different uh, to to do ministry here. And one, a book that I read uh, recently, and I've encouraged several people to read it, that was really helpful to me in gaining some perspective around success in ministry is a book called Liberating Ministry from the Success Syndrome. It was written by R. Kent Hughes, who was, uh, he has a couple Bible commentaries, pretty significant ones, uh, that a lot of people use. I think the Preaching the Word Bible Commentary series is one that uh, that he does, but he and his wife wrote this book called Liberating Ministry from the Success Syndrome, and it's just Wonderful! It really is a wonderful reminder to focus on faithfulness.
0: Amen. Okay, let's do this because we got about uh, a minute and fifty-three. We got to pray before we go. Yeah, we did. So, website, eFacebook, people want to reach you. How do they do it? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you can search on Facebook for Refuge Christian Fellowship okay. Tallahassee, and uh, there's a link on there to our other site as well. It should be refuge.tlh.faithlifesites.com. Now,
0: are you, and, uh, you can go that Are way. you open to people coming to your Bible studies in the homes at this point, or are, you, are we going to wait until we get in the building?
2: I think we're waiting until we get in the building, but I mean, yeah. But, they, but they can contact, contact us. I would say yeah, re- reach out, and, reach out. Out. and we'll see
1: how we can there work things out because uh, obviously. We have this great message that Jesus raises the dead, right? There you go. Uh, he he, <laughs> hallelujah. he He has been raised from the dead and our hope yeah. extends beyond it's what all right. we see with our eyes, you know. Resurrection so that's really power important. Yeah. Resurrection power. Um, <laughs> hallelujah. We want to be faithful to that.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to pray. Father, I thank you for these brethren. I thank you, Lord, that you have brought them here to be a part of this uh, broadcast today. The Lord, you know all about who's who's heard this message today, both here on 97.9 and also on the podcast, Lord. Lord, you move through people's hearts. And Father God, we just pray your blessings upon them as they reach out and they endeavor to serve you in this new church launch. And Father, help them in all the things that they do. And we look to you, we give you glory, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Gentlemen, it's been great Amen. to have you on the show. Thanks. We'll be looking to have you back in about a year and give us a good report. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. <laughs> All right. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.